Hey there, everyone. Um, so today, I, I this this one is a little bit of a two facet um, podcast. Two different topics that I want to, and two different kind of ways that I want to spin it. And first off, you know, I want to um, the first group I'd like to address is us as entrepreneurs, right? And then the second is us as consumers, right? Or just anyone listening who's a consumer. Um, you know, or you're buying anything from food at takeout or a necklace in a shop for Christmas, whatever it may be. But first, let me start off with just speaking to my entrepreneurs directly. In the last um, week or two, I want to give you all a sound bite into what I've heard from clients. Okay. Um, I've heard, quote, I want the space for the mental breakdown. Um, I've heard, you know, I would actually shut it down because it would at least give me time to cry. I've heard, you know, I've gotten emails with the subject line, I'm screwed. Um, you know, I've heard people say, you know, there is such a big um, expense to cover that even though people are coming, I don't think that people realize that it's just, it's still hard. Or more so, I just had a conversation with somebody who said, you know, it was different because in March and in April and May, when the shutdowns were first occurring, you know, people rallied. And the challenging thing, and I think this is because I've worked in nonprofits, is, you know, when people rally like that, it's wonderful, right? Wonderful. The influx of cash, the donations, the community, the community spirit, stuff like that is, you know, absolutely remarkable. However, that's not something that can be sustained necessarily through eight, nine, 10, 12 months, right? There's a reason why people in, in fundraising, you know, use the term donor fatigue. There's a reason why they strategically plan out when their asks are and how to go about them. Because what happens, guys, is I know that you're tired. And I know that some of you are not being heard. And I think we are, we are at risk of only hearing the black and white stories about entrepreneurship. And I, you know, it's the resilient entrepreneur. And I want to make sure that we are as honest as possible here. So I think on the news, you hear, you know, <laughs> the bars who are, you know, against the rules and I will not listen to you. Or you hear people who are, you know, absolutely killing it in business, you know, or I was able to pivot and look at my success story, you know, but what, what we don't necessarily hear about are the people who are just treading water. Okay. We don't hear about the people who maybe on their social, it looks great. Maybe when you walk by the restaurant or the bar, it looks packed, right? Packed, quote unquote, packed, even though it's at a quarter or half capacity, right? Um, you know, and sometimes we can not speak up for ourselves when it comes to that because we don't want to ask for help or, you know, we don't want the charity or maybe people are too tired. Um, but 
I think what needs to happen at this point is that we need to hear from you. We need to hear more of the realistic stories about things. We need to hear that you're struggling and not just in a, you know, angry, screw the government type of media craziness that we hear. We need to see you as people. And, you know, to flip to the consumer side, um, actually, I'm going to stay with the, the entrepreneur side for one more minute. Um, entrepreneurs who are listening and who have had, you know, the tough year that many of us had, even if your business is in the black right now, you know, it doesn't mean your year wasn't tough, number one. Um, but I think somebody said it to me earlier today, and it's like hits the nail on the head that we've all got pivot fatigue. And when I see the people, myself included, who are brilliant minds, who are tired, and who are now faltering, and these are brilliant people with business degrees and just so much talent and a good following and stuff like that, that it's, it's a little unnerving to see that pivot fatigue is an actual thing with you and myself included. Again, like I couldn't figure out why my brain wasn't working in the last couple of weeks um, and why the majority of my clients were just losing their minds until that hit me. Okay. This is the time of year that we're usually like, plan your goals, do your stuff, blah, 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 reflect, you know, but nobody's saying process your shit. Okay. Nobody's saying, you know, like that quote that I got from a client that I mentioned earlier, I want the space for the mental breakdown. You know, you have to allow yourself that space as an entrepreneur. You just have to. You know, resilience, again, isn't just about powering through. It's about, you know, adjusting to the range of emotions that come with it and honoring those. So if you're tired, that's okay. It's okay. And if you are mad, that's okay too. Hold space for all that and then move forward because you have to deal with that shit. And then also on the flip side, I will jump to the, to the customer side of things now, is that, as I mentioned before, there is you know this, this kind of ambivalence or this um, donor fatigue that I'm seeing happen across the board for businesses who are struggling. Okay, so, and I know we have the obligatory like shop small and you know those kind of campaigns out there, but I fear that they are falling on deaf ears. I know people are tired, myself included. I'm usually a gigantic champion of shop small and I'm tired. However, we got to rally. We have to rally. You have to, when you ask, how are you to an entrepreneur or to a business owner, you have to actually mean it. Okay. There are plenty of people out there and I understand you're carrying a big load and a big emotional burden too, but check on your entrepreneurs, check on your small business owners because they have been running so fast and so consistently running for so long that I'm scared for some folks. I'm scared of what the winter will bring. And that's not saying like, I'm not going to put my strategic thinking cap on and try to help folks. Um, 
you know, or I'm not going to have hope. It's not me being pessimistic. It's being, it's being a little bit realistic and check on your entrepreneurs, actually go and support them. Amazon's fine, by the way, guys, they're fine. <laughs> so go check on your breweries, check on your restaurants, check on those people who have supported your sports teams. I know we hear the message a lot, but I'm going to say it again because Q1 is coming. That means winter, you know, that means spike in numbers, support them now. So they have the revenue to potentially get through Q1 and break that donor fatigue, deal with your emotions, your own shit, process it as well as you can, and then go help the rest of the entrepreneurial community. Okay. That's my soapbox. I'm stepping off of it now. <laughs> um, if you want to continue the conversation with me, you can find me in the surviving entrepreneurship community on Facebook, or you can jump over to my website, createhonesty.com or create honesty on Instagram or Facebook. Um, you can search my name on LinkedIn. And as always, if you liked this podcast, um, please don't forget to subscribe, download rate and review and tell a friend. Uh, Cause you know, we could all use a little more resilience in our life, right guys. See you later.